Welcome back to a new episode of the World According to Joe podcast here on Spotify. Thanks for joining us. Today is going to be a real doozy. It's number seven. We're up to episode seven already. Um, And I'm going to break this into two parts because I don't want to have to squish a ton of info and stories and rush myself because I don't want to take my time because some of these stories are fun and they're good. And uh, some of them are kind of unbelievable as I'm kind of reminiscing and writing down notes about them like, wow, did that really happen? And yes, these are all true stories. I'm not fabricating any of this stuff, but I have had the absolute pleasure to experience hundreds of live shows and go backstage uh, to interview, to do meet and greets, or to just hang out with many, many bands. Um, It's been a real treat. I've been able to do that since the 80s. I was fortunate enough to have a brother that worked for a local radio station. And for those of you that are local in the Bay Area, if you remember KVHS, uh, my brother Brandon actually was a DJ there. And a lot of these memories are because of him and with him. And so, Brandon, if you're out there listening, thanks for all these great memories. Um, We had some of the best times together over the years, and I appreciate you. Getting into it, we're going to go, today's episode's going to be top, the, the number 10 through 5, um, and then we'll just do another episode in a couple days that will be released, it'll be my first top 5, but let's start off and get right into it, my favorite memories of number 10, takes us back to March, actually I'm sorry, May 11th of 1987, if you can believe that, I have the exact date, when Billy Idol and the Cult We're at the Cal Palace in San Francisco, California. Uh, Back in the day, that was one of the places to go see a huge venue. No longer there, of course, but uh, I don't even know if the building is still there. But that's interesting. i got to find that out. But um, I was young and dumb enough at that time and in good shape that I was able to squeeze myself to the front row. And back in those days, I don't know how it is today with with bands, but... um, they had uh, barricades and you just squish up there. And the, the people that were at the front of the barricades got really hammered. I mean, it was like people pushing from behind 30, 40 people deep. And so you had to be pretty tough to be up there because you would get squished. And, and, and I don't know how girls did it besides um, sitting on guys' shoulders. But anyways, I was in the front row against the barricade at the Billy Idol concert. And as Billy comes on after the cult, of course, He's getting into a set, and some jackass from the audience throws a shoe and nails him in the head. And he is not happy, to say the least. And the shoe is in front of him, of course, and he kicks the shoe off the stage and right into my face and cuts open my lip. And I'm not making this up, this is a true story. He was super, super freaked out when he saw that it smacked me in the face and literally runs down to the front and leans over the stage and says, hey, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. He goes, oh, I'm so sorry, man. I'm like, hey, it's cool. And uh, it was a trip just to talk to Billy Idol, let alone him being concerned about something. Uh, So that was pretty cool. But what was even cooler was at the end of that song, he comes back to the stage, leans over, takes the glasses, white sunglasses off his forehead, and hands them to me, he goes, hey, I'm so sorry, man, here, these are for you, and gives me his pair of sunglasses. And I still have those to this day, which I need to find them. I know they're in a small box somewhere, tucked away in my garage somewhere, but 
That was one of my favorite concerts, concert number 10 on the list, because I got to get personalized sunglasses from Billy Idol himself. My next concert, number nine, was Mr. Big, their first ever show. And I tried to Google, I tried everything to find out when the show was, but it was at the Omni in Oakland, California. And I will never forget that because it was sometime between 88 and 90, that's when they formed the band. Um, and I was a huge Billy Sheehan fan, still into this day. Uh, because he was in, of course, the David Lee Roth band after Van Halen broke up. So I was so pumped that we were going to be able to see and meet him. Needless to say, he's one of the coolest cats you'll ever meet. And we hung out for hours backstage with him. I still have pictures of me when I was actually skinny and had hair. Yes, I have proof of that. And we had uh, just drink Coronas together. And I'll never forget because he had just been... Uh, endorsed by Yamaha, the, those are the guitars he plays and the Yamaha strings. And after hanging out and just talking about life and everything, he grabs a set of his strings with his pictures on it and he writes out to my favorite bass teacher, Joe, thanks for all the lessons. He signs that and gives that to me as a gift and I was just blown away how cool that was. Uh, needless to say, an ex-girlfriend of mine stole those and never gave them back, so I do not have those, and I'm mortified. I wish I could have kept those, but I still have that memory, and I still have the pictures, so that is number nine on my list, because that was just a great experience with Mr. Billy Sheen himself, who I've met and seen and backstage actually multiple times since then, but that's a whole other episode. Getting right into number eight would have to be the, the band Striper, one of my favorite bands at uh, in LA at the Whiskey Go-Go. This was a few years ago, probably about five or six years ago. Um, what was cool about it, and I'll probably do an episode just on Striper because I've seen these guys so many times with my brother, and we are like Striper super fans from back in the day. Uh, we met them initially in probably 1984, I'm going to guess, when they were playing at the Concord Pavilion. My brother, myself, and our friend Masaki. If you're out there, Masaki, what's up? Uh, we took pictures and met them backstage at the Pavilion when we were kids. Well, my brother is an actor, and um, come full circle, they, the band liked some of the movies he was in, and they became personal friends with him. And then I became personal friends meeting them through my brother. So it is really a weird but awesome feeling to meet your childhood heroes that you looked up to and just idolized and loved their music. And now you're hanging out with them. So what stood out for me at that show was a couple things. First of all, we got to go pre-show backstage and hang out with the band. And when we opened the door to the backstage, the band's all there with their wives and whatnot. And I remember, just like it was yesterday, Michael Sweet standing up going, the Malali Brothers! And came up and hugged us, and uh, then the rest of the band come up and hug us. Just to have uh, to superstars know who you are when you walk into a room is pretty cool. 
um, and make it that they were our heroes growing up. It just came full circle. I'll never forget that show because we got some VIP seats right at the top and we got to look uh, above stage on the left side and just had one of the most memorable moments um, with my brother on that one. It was awesome. Moving on to number seven. Gotta be another concert with my bro. This was back in November 20th of 2007 when we went to the Staples Center in Los Angeles and got to see the reunited Van Halen. That was when David Lee Roth came back for their first tour back together. Uh, unfortunately, Wolfgang was playing bass at the time, so the original four were not there, but original three out of four wasn't too bad. And it was such a great show. We had some pretty awesome seats. I remember just hanging and just having a great time listening to one of our favorite bands of all times. And the one story I do remember that made us laugh was that we are sitting there half an hour before the show all pumped up and everybody's ready to go. And as soon as the band comes on, everybody's screaming, going nuts, going crazy. And dude to my right wants to exit as soon as the music starts. And I'm like, are you serious? And he goes, oh, I gotta go get some beers. And I'm like, dude, you had all this time before the show and now you're gonna interrupt us in the middle of the first song. He goes, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, you better be bringing us some beers back. He jokingly saying that. Well, dude, you know, brings back a couple beers for us. $20 beers back in 2007 must have cost a pretty penny, but hey, we took them and drank them and had a good time. So that was just another awesome number seven on my list. Uh, that was a fantastic show. And getting out to my last one of the day, number six was last year, actually October 2nd, 2022, with Joe Satriani at the Oakland Fox Theater. Uh, one of my favorite all time musicians and guitarists. This guy just rocks. I've seen him a couple times before, but we had some great seats. I went with a buddy of mine and we were pretty good seats, dead center. Um, but behind us were some shorter people and I'm six, seven. So I knew that I probably were blocking, but they had seats that were up against a back wall that were uh, elevated seats, which were kind of nicer than the seats we had. Well, I played the, the, the nice guy, I am a nice guy, but I said, hey, I, I know that I'm probably blocking your view, would you guys like to switch seats? And they're like, oh yeah, would, would you mind? That'd be great. Well, I had ulterior motives, of course, because behind us was a wall, so no one could bug us, and to my right, I had a ledge that I could put my drinks and arm and stuff, so awesome seats, got a little side rest on the side. It was an amazing show, and he played one of my favorite all-time songs by him, Always With Me, Always With You, and uh, that was just a memorable show that I had to put on the top 10. So those are my top five uh, so far. In the next episode, we'll do the top five. Um, I appreciate you listening. Hopefully you like these stories, because they're all true, and they're all crazy, and that's what the world according to Joe is just a crazy and fun world out there. So thanks for joining. Be sure to hit the next episode in a couple days. I'll release it to give you my top five. Until then, have a great day and we'll talk to you later.